Hey everyone, it's Chase with csjoseph.life doing another episode for season 13. This is going to be season 13, episode 10. A bit windy out today, so hopefully we can get through it. Uh, so I haven't, uh, I haven't put out actually any content on the uh, YouTube channel uh, very much recently. That's because uh, my children were visiting for the weekend. And I just did not really have an opportunity to uh, get anything done because when my children are visiting, they are the priority, right? So we had a lot of fun. My four-year-old, for example, decided to uh, completely defeat me at Uno on a couple occasions and uh, definitely uh, enjoyed uh, some other good times while they were uh, visiting, which is great. But be that as it may, Life goes on, work continues. And that's what we're gonna be doing today. So, season 13. I haven't uh, spent much time on this season recently, but we only have a few more episodes left, so I thought it was finally time, or high time, that uh, we continue on to the next episode. And that's what we're going to be doing right now. So, today's episode is, what is the mature feminine the wise matron archetype. This is the uh, third archetype of the mature feminine. We just finished the mature archetype of the, uh, or the uh, mature, or the mature masculine's version of this archetype, which is the magician. But for this one, this is the wise matron, also known as wise woman. And uh, these feminine archetypes come from uh, someone who goes by the name of Fallen Angel. Their blog is somewhere out there, and it's mostly their take on uh, how these archetypes work, so just wanted to give credit where it is due, although I've kind of further developed their theory of these archetypes, the mature feminine, a bit deeper. But beyond that, this theory is based on King Warrior Magician Lover, which comes from Robert Moore and Douglas Gillette. So if you're tracking with us for season 13, you wanna have the primary source material for season 13, just get a copy of King Warrior Magician Lover, and which is basically a primer. And then there's four other books, The King Within, The Warrior Within, The Magician Within, The Lover Within, that go alongside that particular, uh, that particular primer. The first book in that series, basically. They're kind of like, college textbooks, but uh, definitely something worth reading all the way through to get an idea of how these mature masculine archetypes work. But anyway, let's focus on the wise matron. So, so far we've talked about queen and mother. Queen being that women who seek maturity need to become like a queen, or at least position themselves for greatness so that they themselves can become queen which is very important. And then there's mother, the, uh, the life giver, the life bringer, and how you know the mother archetype needs to be there to be able to bring life to the kingdom, also potentially produce children, produce an heir to the kingdom, etc., an heir to the throne. So that's kind of the direction of the mother archetype. But the matron archetype is much different. The matron archetype basically is, you know, for what happens to a woman when she becomes so specialized, so capable as queen and mother, 
Um, she's gained so much skills, her utility has increased such that she becomes strong, wise, powerful, knowledgeable, etc. Able to take on almost any obstacle that threatens her or her children or the kingdom that she serves, basically. So, all of these things are important. They're very important to the matron, and the matron archetype is really something that really uh, separates the women from the girls because you do not really see it that often uh, in uh, feminine society. You just don't, which is kind of weird. But in reality, it's not. And I think one of the reasons for that is, is because women inherently have this thing where they compete with each other. Men don't really do that. And I've talked about it before. It's how, you know, women, they see life as a pie in as much as men do, right? Men, we're just trying to get our own slice of the pie. Women have this problem where they get a slice of the pie and then they look at another woman's slice and it's like, well, why do you get that slice? Why is yours bigger than mine, right? And that's kind of... That's kind of one of the reasons why we don't really see the matron archetype amongst the mature feminine that often anymore. And it's because the competition has the women focusing on the wrong thing. They're focusing on each other, and then as a result of that uh, misguided focus, they're not really focusing on themselves. They're not focusing on building themselves up. They're not focused on increasing, increasing their utility, basically. Increasing their skills. They're not really focusing or uh, valuing wisdom or knowledge as much. And quite frankly, they need to, they absolutely need to. Why is that? Well, because what happens to a woman after she's been made queen? What happens to a woman after she's a mother, right? Well, she ages. Men, we age we age a little bit differently. We age like wine, you know? And men, as they get older, they just become this fine wine, a vintage, a rare vintage. Something respectable, something noble, something amazing to taste, even in their old age, right? Women, however, no, they don't have that advantage. Women age like milk, and that's a problem. Their beauty, their prettiness, their physique starts to fade, starts to wane, although I have talked about techniques to reduce aging uh, as much as possible in the queen archetype lecture where a woman can utilize these techniques to, uh, you know, lose body fat percentage, uh, keep their skin healthy and soft, uh, reduce wrinkles, you know, those types of things. Sure, all of those things are important, but at the end of the day, age is still going to claim you. It doesn't matter what you do, it will claim you, you know, and it's important to realize that that's a truth and it's not something that you can escape. I mean, sure, you might think you're some transhumanist that's going to like upload your consciousness into a prosthetic body and then absolutely retain your booty indefinitely. Yeah, well, not anytime soon. I'm sorry, that's just not going to happen. And oh, by the way, I am not a transhumanist. I don't buy into transhumanism whatsoever. And our race without overcoming the human condition and the idea of our race, you know, coming into immortality before overcoming the human condition, I find that an abomination and that should never be allowed to occur. But anyway, moving on. So, why is it then, why is it so important? Why is it so important for the matron archetype to exist? There's a lot of reasons. Um, 
some of the reasons are basically because of um, you know leadership for example or specialization knowledge wisdom you know because remember kings or men they're focused on the big things of life right but women have the opportunity to focus on the little things of life and the little things of life they're super important right I mean a diamond is a little thing yet it's very valuable right so I'm not saying that the little things of life are not something that are not good or not a priority or unimportant right as most people would have you believe but that's not the case that's not the case at all that's not how it works so anyway the matron exists to be like a source of a source of truth a source of reason basically logos or rationale so truth or reason you know or beliefs etc and uh, they really develop that wisdom that really translates into tradition. And we've talked about this in past lectures before where tradition is just the corpse of wisdom, right? And sometimes traditions need to be torn down and destroyed, utterly annihilated, and then replaced with new ones, right? I mean, that is what SJs are supposed to be doing, especially, you know. But tradition is the corpse of wisdom, and that's kind of the, uh, that's some of the biggest uh, issues that people have had. Let's sit down here kind of convenient kind of like the wood thing too if you know what I mean <laughs> so tradition being the corpse of wisdom so the matron exists to really establish new traditions that make sense uh, in such a way where you know we're able to actually finally move forward as a society in a positive way and have traditions that actually kind of go beyond uh, the scope of what we have today. Because if you always do what you've always done, you always get what you've always had. The matron exists to have as much knowledge and wisdom as possible in the same way that the magician exists. Another similarity between the matron and the magician is that the matron also serves the needs of other fellow women. See, unlike the women that compete with each other, right, and are like getting all upset about, you know, oh, why did you get that slice? The matron actually exists helping other women become queens and become mothers basically and also helps them through that entire process like for example there's that book what to expect when you're expecting right that was written by a matron someone utilizing their matron archetype to help other women get through the trials and tribulations of pregnancy and the difficulties or what you need to know when it comes to pregnancy it's a lot of knowledge and wisdom that came about to create those books right same goes with the Better Homes cookbook, right? Same thing. The matron archetype exists to raise up other women into queens and to mothers, right? That's the whole point of it. In the same way that the magician archetype exists for men to raise up men into kings and warriors, right? So just understand that as a, as a component of the mature feminine, it is really, really critical that matrons exist that matrons recognize the futility of competing with other women, right? They let go of that competition and instead give or share their gifting with those women to make those women into better people, right? In order to do this though, they have to create they have to increase their utility, right? The utility of the matron. Super important, very important. Why is it important? Well, how useful is a matron if she doesn't actually know what she's talking about or has knowledge or has wisdom? How useful is a matron if she's just being a fool, right? How useful is a matron if she's just being a witch, right? Those are the shadow archetypes of the matron. When, you know, when they're being very witch-like, trying to usurp the power of the king with their wily schemes, 
potentially spreading rumors, etc., and the like, that's generally an issue. That's generally a problem that we see over and over with the matron archetype. It's just where that competition with other women becomes such a huge problem that they'll even start taking out kings specifically to serve their selfish desires, right? As well as other queens, taking out other people. And is using their power, their knowledge, their wisdom, essentially their magic per se, to basically take out fellow human beings for the sake of their, you know, selfishness. Or another way is the is the fool, the fool approach. A good example of this would be Marie Antoinette, right? Well, when she was at the guillotine, she still was completely gone. She still was a fool all the way to the time that her head fell in the basket because... You know, she's like, well, I don't know why the people are revolting. Why don't they just eat cake? She was that out of touch. When you do not seek knowledge or wisdom as a woman, you are at risk of becoming just like Marie Antoinette. Completely gone. Completely out of touch with reality or out of touch with the kingdom, such that the kingdom itself will revolt against them and replace them. This is oftentimes when men decide that it's time to divorce their queens and basically dethrone and replace their queens because it's usually the woman not fulfilling her role as the matron archetype and being a fool, right? Because she's constantly, you know, at odds with the direction the king or the kingdom is going. I mean, this is even biblical. In the, uh, in the book of Proverbs, uh, this happened. Because it's written in the uh, book of Proverbs, you know, better for a man to be on the corner of his own roof than to be in the house with a quarrelsome and disrespectful woman, right? A quarrelsome and disrespectful queen is basically akin to a woman who has not figured out, you know, the matron archetype, who has been lacking in that knowledge and wisdom, lacking in that specialization, lacking in that utility. But let's talk about that. Why is utility so important? Well, because because beauty, for example, because beauty has this problem where it fades away, right? As you get older, as you're aging like milk, what else do you have to offer? You know, potentially you don't have that fine ass and pair of tits anymore that ultimately is what initially got you your crown, right? Or what caused you to earn your signet ring from your man, right? Well, what else, is, what else is a woman to do? The answer to that question is to increase her utility, increase her skills, to continue to contribute to the king and the, and the kingdom. That way, she doesn't find herself at odds with the vision or the direction that the king or the kingdom is going, right? And she continues to increase her utility over time. This could be like after, you know, for example, a woman, she reads empty nester status, right? Empty nest, right? The children have moved out. They've moved on. Uh, she's alone with her husband. Well, maybe it's time to start a business, right? Maybe it's time to start a support group. Maybe it's time to, uh, to find creative ways, uh, maybe to maybe actually help her husband with business if he's doing a business, right? Find something else that defines her life. It's usually when women have like a midlife crisis is when they, you know their mother archetype has completely completed and they're not really going to be mothering anyone anymore, not that much. And it's like, okay, it's time to go into the matron archetype. But when does that actually happen, right? How does that actually happen? 
remember, a woman's utility is super important. Having that utility brings them the knowledge, the wisdom, and the power that they need to help them with their kingdom, right? Help their kings, their husbands, right? And their kingdom. Not just the children and the subjects of that kingdom, but also, you know, fellow kings and fellow queens, right? To provide vision. Because then it's not necessarily about her kingdom anymore, which is what queen and mother is about. The matron is about all kingdoms. It's about the community of kingdoms, right? And that's why that is important. It's all about that community of kingdoms. Helping other women reach queen and mother. That is the purpose of the matron. The other purpose is obviously their utility. To increase their utility as their beauty wanes. They still have that respectfulness, but that physique... Eventually, and as much as we try our best to reduce aging as much as we can with all these wonderful strategies that I provided in the Queen Archetype Lecture, age is still going to get you. And aging like milk, that sucks. So it's important for the woman to become so specialized that she can, like the magician, move mountains. Not just in her life, but in the lives of other people, especially fellow women, right? That's what men do with magician. They reach out to their fellow men and go beyond that, go beyond that scope. Wow, it is like super windy right now. Holy smokes. So let's talk about some examples of the matron. The matron becomes so experienced, so specialized. She's like an oracle or a prophetess or a super powerful healer. Someone who is wise, someone that any woman or even a man could come to for counsel, right? For advice. You know, to get a taste of that utility, right? They need some of that utility, right? A very utilitarian approach is the matron, you know? And as the matron grows, so also does the glory of the king. Because people are like, oh, hey, you know... Your queen is pretty awesome and she's super, super wise. I really look up to her. I really respect her. You know, she's a, she's a definite example of what I want my queen to become, right? Everyone wants to receive the matron's blessing, right? Because they're constantly, they always know, they always know that what she says is, you know, either true or right, you know, like, again, they're there to be that voice of logos for that voice of reason, truth telling, hey, there's this thing that might happen, you might want to watch out for that, because they just know, why, well, it's because they've been around, they know what's up, without matrons, we find ourselves in a society where Women are constantly competing with each other, which reduces the maturity levels and the quality of women, which means a lot fewer women are becoming queens. And instead, you know, you end up having societies built upon, hey, why buy the cow when you could milk it for free, right? Which is actually pretty typical of SP slash SJ relationships. SPs live in the moment so much and they're so afraid of wanting the wrong thing or wanting the wrong woman so sp men try out as many women as they can so they know for sure exactly what it is what they want right 
why buy the cow if you can milk it for free? Well, that's because the matron archetype is missing. We need this archetype of the mature feminine to move forward in order for women to grow. So, first things first, stop competing with fellow women. Recognize it is your responsibility to lead by example. Help them become queens. Help them become mothers. If you're not a queen or a mother yet, you know what you should do? Find someone who is a matron and ask them. Ask them how they made it, what they did, what techniques that they have. If you're concerned about aging too quickly, find out their techniques. I mean, yeah, obviously watch or listen to the Queen Archetype lecture for season 13, which is great and all, but I'm sure, you know, actual women who have dealt with these things are a lot better, you know, source material than someone like me. I'm just some random dude on YouTube or on the podcast talking to you. When you have an opportunity to potentially talk to an actual matron and find out for yourself, what did they do, right? How did they overcome these challenges, right? There's all sorts of challenges. Matrons, for example, here, here's a really great example of a matron. There is this woman that I knew and uh, she was in her 40s, right? And she's actually lost two children. She had two stillborn babies, right? And it was absolutely difficult. But her third child did actually make it full term and was a healthy baby and then grew up and was, you know, very healthy, awesome, you know, no problem, her son. But then there is another woman who had similar struggles, right, and had a stillborn child and then heard about that woman and then went to that initial mother and asked her, hey, what did you do? What was it like, right? They exchanged information. The matron woman gave the other girl what she needed to know and then the next pregnancy came around and there was no stillborn child again, right? Doctors had even told the, the second woman who had that one stillborn baby that there was a good chance she would have another, right? Well, because of the experience and the expertise and the wisdom of the first one who had that experience and overcame, she was able to share that with a fellow woman. And then as a result, a life was saved. Don't you see how important it is for women to be focusing on the matron archetype? Everyone's so afraid of becoming old. Everyone's so afraid of aging and losing their beauty and then feeling worthless and unhappy as a result. That's not how it works. That's not even like, that's, that, it's not. It's not the, uh, that's not how you live your life. Embrace maturity. It's important. You're able to give to others. You're able to increase your utility, increase your usefulness. So much so that your kings will appreciate you forever and ever. Where they can't live without you. They can't live without your advice. And they can lean on you and rely on you. And they know that their kingdom and the kingdoms of their children will continue to live on. All because you were willing to humble yourself. Increase your utility help other women reach queen and mother, become wise, have knowledge, save lives, essentially change the world for the better. All because you are not afraid of 
growing old and becoming mature. You can't fight change. My father tells me you can't fight change except, you know, you know, maybe out of a teenager or a vending machine. It's best to embrace the change. If you see the ch wave of change, get on that wave. Run it all the way through, run it through its course, like a virus even. Let it run its course, become something more, right? I know that the matron archetype is very scary, and I know that a lot of women out there are very afraid of what will happen to them if, you know, their beauty starts to fade. But let me tell you, this is how you remain beautiful. Gather up for yourselves knowledge and wisdom. Increase your utility. Help other women become queens and mothers. And you will gain so much more for yourself and for your fellow women. And then society will change for the better. Men will be staying in their relationships, for example. Not willing to abandon their children. Women won't be competing with each other and contributing to this negative cycle of fatherlessness. Yeah, don't be, don't go that far. Don't be like those people. Bring the matron archetype back. That way we can have a better society, a better future for our children. Besides, if the matron archetype was back, do you think what would be going on, you know, on a macro level in our society would even be allowed? Imagine all those women coming together speaking the truth, speaking reason into their husbands, into their kings, even into their children, fellow women, would not society change overnight for the better and for the better of future generations? Just like the Iroquois tribes, nations of the East Coast United States, you know, they're always taught, we need to think seven generations ahead for our children. We don't even think a half a generation ahead. I guarantee you the matron archetype with all of her wisdom, the fact that she's basically a prophetess, an oracle, right? A healer. Someone so wise and so knowledgeable that she can move mountains in her life as well as the mountains in other lives. Think of all the secrets and the techniques that she has. Think about how long she can extend her beauty, right? I know a woman who is like 73 years old and her youngest daughter is 21. How is that possible? Well, the matron archetype. That's the power of the matron archetype. Here's another way. It is written, you know, it's another biblical reference. In the last days, I will pour out my spirit upon all men. And your sons will have visions, your daughters will, will prophesize, and your old men will dream dreams. Tell me, how is it possible an old person can dream dreams? It's possible because of wisdom. It's possible because of knowledge. The magician and the matron archetype together can really provide a better future for the sake of everyone, not just themselves, but everyone around them, to the point where they are literal miracle workers, not just for each other, but also the lives of those who are their own gender, right? This archetype is severely missed in first world society, and we definitely need to bring it back. In as much as we need to do the same for, you know, the magician, right? For the men. 
but this one's very, very important. And without it, we're not going to be able to change society in the, in the way that we need to in order to prevent and put a stop to fatherlessness. It is our responsibility to make sure that this archetype comes to fruition and stays with us always and is respected always. Anyway, if you found this lecture useful, helpful, educational, enlightening, insightful, please subscribe to the channel here on YouTube and on the podcast. If you have any questions about the matron archetype, please leave it in the comments section below. Leave a like while you're at it. If you haven't joined our Discord server yet to be able to uh, talk about these topics, potentially put in questions for a Q&A session, the link is in the description below. Got a lot of fun stuff planned. Got a lot of stuff coming, so I'm pretty excited about it. And also, I think I have another lecture that I'm about to film as well. So with all that being said, I'll see you guys tonight.